Hi, and welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the How to Stop Judging Your Spouse or Partner episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. So how do you stop judging your spouse or partner? Well, it's kind of a trick question because it's almost impossible to control our judgments. It's how we respond to them that matters. And that's all we have control of, how we respond. Yet sometimes that can be really hard. And judging is such a human thing to do, right? Yeah, we all do it at some level. I know I do. And yet whether you are judging your spouse or partner in your head or if it comes out of your mouth, in the long run, both can be detrimental to your relationship. I'm going to give you an example of how both can cause serious problems in relationship. I'll start with Colin's story, not his real name, of course. He had gone through a pretty rough divorce, which left him feeling scarred and reluctant to pursue relationships. When he came to me, he had just overlapped relationships. He had been in a relationship for a few months, and he was seeing someone on the side. Uh, The woman he was in relationship with ended the relationship, and as far as he knew, it wasn't because of his cheating. She was just getting tired of his shit, as he put it. Well, he continued seeing the woman that he had been cheating with, and I'll call her Lauren. And Colin would say how much he loved her body, you know, how amazing the sex was and how much fun she was to hang out with. He said that being with her was the kind of relationship he always wanted to be in. Well, fast forward to three or four months later, Colin started complaining to me about her. He would say that he didn't find her attractive, that she wore too much makeup, that she was lazy, and he didn't like the way she kept her apartment that she was already talking marriage, and that the TV shows she liked to watch were corny. All kinds of things. I was like, well, what happened? You know, he had said a few months ago that the relationship was the kind he always wanted to be in and all that. Well, he told me that he never really found her attractive, and that he didn't know her then like he knows her now. So I asked him if he wanted to keep seeing her, and he said that he did. So that's when we addressed him having all these judgments of Lauren. I asked him if he had talked to her about what he had complained about her to me, and he said no. When I asked him why not, he said that he didn't want to make her feel bad. I told him that was all well and good, that he didn't want to make her feel bad, yet if he was serious about how he felt about her, and he was keeping all his judgments and concerns to himself, and not talking with her about it, that it wasn't fair to Lauren. You know, not giving her a chance to make changes or have any input. Well, then he fessed up and he said that the real reason he was with her because the sex was so good and that he didn't want to give that up. Well, as much as I appreciated his honesty, I had to push back again and say that it wasn't fair to Lauren 
especially with her talking marriage. You know, obviously she was seeing the relationship in a different way. Well, Colin got what I said, and yet he didn't make any effort to talk about his concerns with Lauren. Eventually, his judgments got worse, and over time, he got bored with Lauren and repeated his old pattern of finding someone new while still seeing Lauren, and then breaking it off with Lauren and breaking her heart as well. Now, I'm sure there was a deep wound in Colin that was too hard for him to face, you know, maybe finding it safer to stay in judgment rather than taking action to express his concerns for perhaps the fear of being rejected, you know, and maybe even projecting his judgments of himself onto Lauren and others. I wish it was the case where Colin saw the light, you know, and made the necessary changes. Yet in my 20 plus years of experience, I've seen it far too often that they don't. And it makes me sad to think how it could have been much better for Colin if he had the courage to make those changes. And maybe he has by now, I don't know. So anyway, keeping judgments in our heads and not out of our mouths can serve us when the judgments don't impact the relationship. Again, we can't control our judgments. It's how we respond to them. And I know at times when I get angry, the judgments come up in my mind. Yet if I let those judgments come out of my mouth aggressively and hurt the one I love or anyone else, I'm not doing either one of us any good, right? You know, seeing that I hurt the other person, I would end up regretting what I said, you know, saying that I didn't mean it and potentially cause damage to the relationship, especially if it's something done repeatedly. Like in the case of Hassan, not his real name. He was in a committed relationship with Charmaine, not her real name. They had been together for just over two years. And one of Hassan's endearing qualities was his sense of humor and lightheartedness. He could make Charmaine laugh in a heartbeat. And this quality got him out of trouble a lot. Well, another quality that Hassan had that was not so endearing was that he didn't have much of a filter, and he would say whatever was on his mind. He would have something to say about her clothes, or her hair, or how she snorted when she laughed, or how she chewed her food, you know, and he would use his humor to soften the blow. You know, like, wow, I see you're really giving that food a standing ovation in your mouth. And this was cute at first, but over time, Hassan's judgmental statements about Charmaine weren't funny anymore, and it was taking its toll on Charmaine and their relationship. Charmaine called him on it and told him how hurtful it was. And of course, he tried to make light of it, and Charmaine wasn't having it. No, and Hassan, seeing how serious she was, apologized and said that he would work on it. Well, I had seen Hassan in the past at the clinic, and he decided to come to me. And we worked on mindfulness and self-awareness techniques to help him create a filter before he would say his judgments out loud, you know, taking a pause before he spoke and to reflect on whether his judgment was based on real concerns or if he was reacting to his own emotions or judgments about himself. We worked on having empathy 
and how would it be like if someone judged him, and so on. Well, Hassan struggled at first, just like most of us. <laughs> he would tend to turn everything into a joke, right? And you know, he was a funny guy. He made me laugh. <laughs> and I would call him on it and redirect him to take what we were doing seriously. He was a good sport, and he really was committed to the work and being better, not just for Charmaine, but for all of his relationships. Eventually, Hassan was able to see how he used humor to deflect and hide his feelings, and how his behavior impacted others, especially Charmaine. He learned to be more open with his feelings and his needs, rather than hide behind his humor. And he realized the work he was doing is a lifelong process. You know, he's still a funny guy. He's just using it in a different way. You know, being more self-deprecating versus saying hurtful and judgmental things to others. And as far as I know, Hassan and Charmaine are still together and doing well. So hopefully with these stories, you're able to see how judgments can get in the way of a relationship if they're not dealt with in an appropriate way. And again, we all have judgments, and we can't really control them. It's how we respond to them that matters. Yeah, and the research is pretty clear on this, that constant judgment and criticism can have serious impact on your relationship. It can lead to an increase in relationship dissatisfaction. A study published in the Journal of Family Psychology found that negative behaviors, including criticism and contempt, were strong predictors of divorce. The Journal of Marriage and Family also found that criticism and negative behaviors contribute to more arguments and can turn minor issues into major blow-ups. Oh, and one more thing that the journal highlighted was the relationship between perceived judgment and psychological distress. Partners who often feel judged may experience negative emotions like anxiety, depression, and a decreased sense of self-esteem. Judgmental attitudes can break down communications in relationships. Research has shown that criticism often leads to defensiveness or withdrawal, making it difficult for couples to engage in healthy and constructive conversations. Um, over time, being judgmental can cause couples to grow apart, you know, which is really detrimental for the long term of the relationship, increasing the likelihood of divorce or breakup. Research in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology says that negative interactions have a more profound impact on relationship quality than positive interactions. <laughs> Common sense, right? Yeah, of course. Um, the research also shows that being judgmental can cause a lack of intimacy between couples. You know, the couple may become emotionally distant or reluctant to be affectionate due to the fear of being judged. And the last thing I'll mention is that repeated judgments can break down trust within the relationship. And trust is so important for a healthy relationship. And when one of you feels like they're being criticized all the time, trust can be lost or at the least damaged. 
So I've been telling you about all these ways that judgment can hurt your relationship. Let's get into what this episode is all about, and that is how do you stop judging your spouse or partner, especially to the point where it's hurting your relationship. Well, I'm going to say it again because we need reinforcement. It can be really hard to stop judging them. It's almost impossible. So what I should say is how do you respond or filter your judgments of your spouse or partner? Well, a lot of this I already talked about in Hassan's story, and it bears repeating because we need reinforcement. One way is to stop and think before you speak. Think about whether your judgment is based on real concerns or if you're reacting to your own emotions. It could be your own judgments about yourself that you're projecting onto your spouse or partner. And that takes self-awareness, which is another thing. Understanding your own feelings can help you differentiate between what's about you and what's about your partner's behavior. Um, you'll want to avoid expressing your judgments in the heat of the moment. Yeah, man, I mean, it's already stressful in that situation, so why make it worse? You know, make sure you pick the right time and space to talk about things, especially when it's a sensitive issue, and make sure you're both in a calm state of mind. And when you do communicate, try to use I statements. I've talked about this before. You know, instead of saying, you always put me down, try saying something like, I feel judged when you talk to me like that. Come from yourself, from I, not you. Instead of making personal judgments about your spouse or partner or attacking their character, try to focus on their behavior or their actions that you may be concerned about instead so that they don't take it so personally. Remember, you love this person, but not necessarily their behavior. Now, empathy is always helpful before you judge. You know, put yourself in your spouse or partner's shoes to understand their perspective so you can have a more productive conversation. And to go along with that, make sure you get clarity to have a better understanding. Before judging her, say, tell me more so you can be really clear. And be patient rather than jump to judgment. You know, change is a process and it takes time. So give her space to work it out and be patient with yourself as you work on making a change as well. Try to focus on the positive things your spouse or partner does. I talked about this a couple of episodes back. It's easy to find the faults. So make an effort to compliment and appreciate her and focus less on your negative judgments. One way to level the playing field is to be open and ask for feedback about how you come across or communicate. This helps to create a sense of safety, and it opens the door for mutual respect and understanding. This can be hard, too, because it requires you to let go of your ego, and that's really hard for most of us, right? And by all means, keep the big picture in mind. And remember, you're going for the long term of the relationship. The more you practice this stuff, the easier it gets. 
and the better your relationship can become in the long run. And after trying all this and you still have a hard time filtering your judgments, get some help, man, really. Find a couples counselor, a therapist, a coach, minister, a spiritual advisor, somebody, and get some support and guidance to help you make the necessary changes. And trust me, you'll be glad you did. I love this quote from Mother Teresa. It's short and sweet and to the point. She says, if you judge people, you have no time to love them. That's right. And I'll add, don't judge yourself. Love yourself and have compassion for the times that you do judge yourself and others. Because we all do it. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the How to Stop Judging Your Spouse or Partner episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I appreciate you listening. Coming up on the next episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, you'll hear stay-at-home dad Will's story. It's all about how gender roles are shifting in relationships. Please join me for the Gender Role Remix in Relationship episode. And if you have any issues in your relationship you need help with, comments or topics you'd like for me to cover on the show, or for any reason, please email me at bill at menonthepathtolove.com. Again, that's bill at menonthepathtolove.com. And as always, if you know someone you think might benefit from listening to this podcast, please share the link and share the love. And until next time, keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.